Well, hey friends, welcome to the Revelation Wellness Show. I'm Elisa Keaton. Show, that's weird. It's a podcast, you guys. <laughs> and I'm Elisa Keaton, the host of this really different kind of way to have a podcast. Whether you do our Monday Revving the Words or Be Still and Be Loves, or if you're following us now back in the app, hey, hey, you guys, we have extra bonus podcast episodes back in the Revelation Wellness app. But every time you come here, we are activating our faith. A faith that moves is what we're up to here. And today I have a fun episode. We get to be with our fellow Revelation Wellness instructor, Rachel Gilbert. Her book, Image Restored, Tear Down Shame and Insecurity to Experience a Body Image Renovation. Who doesn't need that? You know why? We all do. Because every season we're renovating. You know, when the seasons come in your house, you put out different decorations, it, things change with the season, always in need of a freshening up. I know I am. And this conversation today is going to bless your socks off. Rachel is a graduate of Platoon 13, 13, and she is a licensed counselor and a veteran fitness instructor. This podcast is going to be raw and real. Rachel shares her own struggle uh, with body image, why the Lord called her to write this book. And we address that question, can I love my body and want to change it? So we went there and Rachel just preached it. And you are going to walk away, not just with a good sermon in your heart, but things to do to continue to work out and stay free from body shame. But before you go, I want you guys to remember that right now our adventure hikes are enrolling. It's the last week or March 12th is when the deadline is. If you are interested in going out into the wild, but not like Bear Grylls wild, you guys, You'll, you're going to be good. Trust me. It is a fantastic time. Something happens when we pull away from all of our comforts and get into the wild with God and his people it's amazing. It's our favorite thing. One of our favorite things at Revelation Wellness is the fact that we we take people into that what might feel like uncomfortable, risky territory, and they meet with God. We have to get beyond our comfort zone, and you'll be there with people who will make sure you are fully trained and secure in an environment that will also challenge you for the growth that God has for you. So be sure to swipe up on the show notes and sign up for that so you don't miss. All right. Well, in honor of our theme this month, love is heavy. Let's talk about body image and the weight of our heart. I'll talk to you guys soon. Revelation Wellness family, we have a sister of the family today, a gal who goes back to platoon. What is it, Rachel? 13. Oh my gosh. You could tell some tales. Platoon 13 is a long time ago. We're, we're enrolling in 30 right now. can't believe it. Rachel is a Revelation Wellness instructor from platoon 30, but a, a heart for the father in her own right, in just her own field breaking women free from body image. Her book is out. It's called Image Restored, Tear Down Shame and Insecurity to Experience a Body Image Renovation. We're so glad you're here, Rachel. Thank you for having me, Elisa. It's an honor. It's so, okay. I just want to take a moment and go, can you believe this is happening? Because I remember when you were getting ready, like, or you got the book signed and how was that two years ago or three years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, exactly. 
this month. <laughs> was it like in your heart to write a book or where, where were you on the scale of eagerness to write? When I signed the contract? Mm -hmm. Yes. When I signed the contract very much, it was on my heart to write a book. Uh, I didn't grow up. I don't have one of those stories of growing up all my life, dreaming of being an author. In fact, I would have laughed if you said that because English was my weakest link in mm. school always. Uh, but then mm. once the Lord deposited that desire in my heart, it was one of those things where I even prayed, Lord, mm -hmm. remove this desire if it's not from you, because mm -hmm. I've seen people write books and honestly, I don't want anything to do with it if it's not from you. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a lot of work. Yeah. And he didn't remove the desire. If anything, it just grew hotter. And you know, when it gets so hot that you're like, all right, this has to get out. Yeah. I can't take it. <laughs> yes. I remember talking to you when it was like December and you were writing a, your, was your book due in December or something? Due January 1st. You're yeah. like, I will never do that again. Mm -hmm. because Christmas, the holidays. I can't even imagine when I read that. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, I prayed for you. Yep. I think our, our books are lining up. You're just uh, one quarter ahead of me in, in March. So this is so cool to watch you launch out and do, do it, especially in a topic that you have come through yourself. And I didn't mention, but I probably mentioned it in, in the bumper, you guys, um, in case you jumped over it, that Rachel is also a licensed therapist, which did you do the therapy as well? Like getting, going back to school and writing the books? I felt like they overlapped. I signed my book contract in my last semester of graduate school, I've been honestly, and I don't recommend this to a friend. Thankfully, I'm about to be out of the season. I've been sprinting a marathon, right? Yeah. Which you shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> not, not recommended, but that's what yes, this is right here. here. That's yeah. what this is the last three weeks. So yeah. yes, I, yeah. marathons we, are not meant to be sprinted. <laughs> oh my gosh. We know better, yeah. but yet, yeah, yeah we just... Mm -hmm. I think the yeah. Lord's so kind to let us get in over our head. <laughs> yeah. Well, because honestly, it's in, in some ways it's insanity what I've been doing, but also it's been, I've been able to come to a place where I literally understand that verse in my weakness. He's strong. That's right. I have so many days that I'm like, yeah, I got nothing, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> what do you yeah. want to do? Cause I'm out, I'm tapped out and he has, and that's been, that has been the fun part of watching him just do his thing. Okay. So why a body image book? What, 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 I mean, I know why I could tell people, why, I want them to hear your voice. Why this book? Yeah. It's interesting because when the Lord first started speaking to me about writing, actually, I'm going to let you and the listeners in on an inside thing that most people don't know about. So you know, bonus points, bonus. Yes. Yeah. Bonus points. And when he first uh, spoke to me about writing a book, the book I set out to write wasn't on body image. Really? And actually, it was on a different topic is maybe one day I'll get to write this other book because okay. it still has. Um, initially, that was the book I was supposed to get a contract for. Things changed and the publishing house I'm with came to me and said, you know, we really like you, but we need a different topic. We're just, we don't want to publish that topic, but we'd like to publish with you. And they said, what else do you have essentially like what else yeah. can you speak to yeah what else? and this is where rev comes in i was for the first time ever teaching the revelation wellness body image workshop that month and i was like well i mean <laughs> i guess i could write a book on body image and they're like yes let's do it so and good. i didn't even have it they didn't read a sample chapter i mean they totally just trusted me um wow. had a really really 
one pager essentially proposal. And so the Lord's hand was in it because honestly, Elisa, I don't know that I would have written a book on body image because it was so personal. Like yeah. I knew there was a need for it and yeah. I knew he was calling me to it, but it also terrified me to go there. Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm, but I mean, the Lord, he has his ways of like, okay, we're going to get yeah. this done. It may not be how I, I thought it was going to look, but so that's kind of the inside story of okay. that. But then personally and professionally, yes, body image for me started young, like a lot of people really morphed into a, a giant thing in my life in high school and spent years on that the similar train. So many can understand the yo-yoing and things like that in the fitness world and everything. Mm. But then even when I became a professional um, in my internship in graduate school, I was working in an eating disorder center and I was just trying to soak up and learn everything I could. And I would go sit with the therapist and I was like, okay, what resources do you guys have? And they were all like, um, honestly, there's not really much out there. They gave me this one wow. book from the eighties, literally wow. from the eighties, not even kidding. And I'm like, guys, what is this? How come nobody's yeah, written anything? Yeah. yeah. And even yeah. in the therapy world already, I can't tell you the number of therapists I am are getting on board with this book and this resource because I literally had somebody who's been in the profession for over 20 years. And she said the same thing. I was on her podcast recently and she said, uh, we haven't seen anything come through for therapists since the eighties. So thank you for this. <laughs> that is so kind of the Lord, Rachel. Yeah. That's why he, you know, diverted you off of the book that you'll get to one day, but this was the, the, uh, word of the moment, right? Yeah. This, yep. this was what needed from you. And it was already written in your heart. Yeah. So if you don't know, uh, Rachel leads the session that all of our revelation wellness instructors go through. So if you go through platoon, anything, uh, she has the one course that we do on body image. It's a, a workshop on body image. And, uh, the first time she did it at our retreat, we got rave reviews. People just said that, that whatever that was, do that again. And so we cleared our schedule to make sure that we got it all the time. So she, it's a video that you will watch, but it's foundational to revelation wellness. It's that conversation we have to have about our bodies. And we, as well as when we, in other sessions, we'll talk about food, but it was, it's definitely probably not something you were looking for, but the Lord found you and you definitely have a voice for it. And the other thing I want to say about this book, because I did get the digital version. I don't have the hard copy yet. Or would, otherwise I would show it to everyone, but at, like me, and I guess that could be the therapy part of me as well, or the practical part of me is that it's not a book you just read. It's a book that you do. Yep. Right. So explain more about how you designed the book and why it would be different. Well, we already know it's different because A, it's a book not in the 1980s. B, you're writing it from a Christian perspective, which I would say that's a whole nother lacking. We are lacking in the Christian therapy world, um, especially in body image and food. So uh, what else about this book sets it apart? Yes. And that's been the biggest feedback I have received is the com mm. combination of therapy and Christianity. And uh, I was excited about that. I, it's been very fun to hear. We had, we have about 200 ladies who um, are in the launch team who are going through the book early. And it's been really fun to see exactly what you just mentioned. The mm. greatest feedback is they love the layout of the chapters and their space to journal and color at the end of each. And I'll tell you what, I, I would say I fought for this. My, my publisher was awesome. And they thankfully I didn't have to fight hard. They, they, 
caught the vision pretty quickly. And that I, it was important to me to lay the book out in such a way. First of all, it's 18 chapters shorter because I know women are busy and I said, I want them to be able to feel like a win. That's right. Get in there, read a couple pages. And yes, I did. I, I completed something. And it was also really important to me that they had space to process. And like you said, it's the therapy side of me, but it's also the Holy Spirit side of me. That's because right. I'm a big believer. We all know this. You go to church, you hear a sermon Come and on. the Holy Spirit speaks something to you that wasn't even in the sermon. I'm already getting that feedback and I mm-hmm. love it. Like I will humble myself and be like, mm-hmm. that's okay. I didn't put that in the book, but the Holy Spirit said that to you. It's doing its job. And so that was the thing that I just really felt impressed on my heart was to give space mm-hmm. for women to not just read, but mm-hmm. actually apply, but even receive, receive yeah. from the Spirit. And that's what those pages where you get to journal and color. And then there's units in there that come with video teachings too. And the video mm-hmm. teachings are included with the cost of the book, but um, we're going through therapeutic exercises in those that again, they get to write, they get to process, they get to have their own reflection time. And I know I'm like, Hey, I know the words I wrote, I know they're good, but the real transformation is going to come so when you true. take space to process. <laughs> I just got done uh, doing my audiobook for mine. And I, I, every time I'm at the end of every chapter saying, go to this link and do this chapter, da, 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 da. like they'll listen to an audio and they're going to have to process some stuff and go for a walk and work out some questions with the Lord, right? Like that is over and over. I kept saying it. So I think we just, there's just can't get, we have too much information. I think we've yeah. got plenty of information. And that makes us feel good. Like, oh, I read something uplifting. I read something great. But that, if that's true, then scripture would totally do its job all the time because it's good and it's great. It's just, we're clogged up with so many negative thoughts, cognitive biases about our own body. Share a little bit of your story, your body image story. So people say, you know, I want to hear what's going on, Rachel. How'd she get here? Absolutely. I, uh, it's interesting One of the things, Lisa, as you know, whenever um, I have led the Rev workshop and then in my book is something I love to do is a body image timeline. I think it's very eye-opening just to kind of see what are some moments that shaped me and what are some, Mm -hmm. it's not to blame the person who said something rude or anything like that, or any, any trauma that's happened. It's to see what, what lies has the enemy recurringly repeat, repeated to me over the years about my body and about my worth and all of that. And so a couple of the things that come to mind right now, obviously I'm not going to sit here and share my whole body image timeline is from a young age. I remember being in fifth grade and in PE class. And thankfully, I don't think they do this anymore in PE, but they had one of those old medical scales and they were weighing us all in. Uh, and the coach would yeah. yell out our weight across the room to another coach. And I remember even being in fifth grade, I developed pretty young at that, that age. And mm. I remember, first of all, just hearing my number was significantly larger than my friends, but then to make matters worse, my coach followed up with, Hey, Goldner, that was my main name. What you been eating? Uh, you want to, if you ever want to make it up that rope, you know, those, those, Oh, oh, yes. Don't get me started on the ropes. Yes, either. the Kilimanjaro's. Uh, yes. yes. Um, like I, uh, anyway, uh, you got you to stop eating. And so went on with my day. And those are like wow. those little moments in life. Yeah. We discount them. Did I go tell anybody about that? No. Right. I no. mean, no, I never processed that. But then multiple events over the years just kept mm-hmm. stacking. And so when I was in high school, I had an injury that I caused me to 
basically I had to go to the doctors at the time. They didn't know much. And they just told me stop playing basketball and lose some weight. There was that lose that weight thing again, coming from the professionals, Uh, but they didn't tell me how to lose it. And so I left and thought, okay, I guess I'll stop drinking sodas and eating candy bars, which we could say is a good thing. Right. And it was a good thing for my health. Um, but I lost all this weight for the first and only time in my life just dropped a bunch of weight. And I started, I got noticed, like it was my first time I had a boyfriend. And so all these different events kind of strung together. And these are just two of the many, um, the enemy was just threading this little lie through my life of your worth, your identity is wrapped up in not only, not just your weight. Yes. Weight is it, but what do people think of you? Like what are, are, what, not only with your appearance, but then of course it went to performance and things. And so that's when I really entered into that yo-yoing of the, um, lots of disordered eating, lots of over-exercising. And what's interesting when I look back on that season of my life, and I even studied exercise physiology as my undergrad, because I was on mission to understand the body and, you know, be able to control it. I'm going to master this thing. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, when, when I look back though, at that, I remember so many people complimenting me on how great I looked and everything, but I was internally struggling so much and nobody knew about it. And that's my thing. That's a big heart I have for this message is us to start having conversations. Cause I feel like this is a struggle, anything body related, people get really private about. Um, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want us to start. Can we go through this together? Can we like actually Mm -hmm struggle through it together, walk through freedom together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it was, I could tell you even more stories, but it was down the road when I was pregnant with my daughter, that all this stuff finally came into light. Mm -hmm. My husband finally got to see it. My doctors got to see it and I finally let Jesus in and, and that's where the healing began. So let's, let's come back to Jesus in a second. I want to know, what do you think is the greatest hurdle for uh, people in body shame? I know we could say there's probably many things. I feel like body shame is like poverty. It's so multifaceted, but what would you say right now? The Holy spirit would say is the hurdle because our listeners in this time, we'll speak to them. What, what would you say? You're right. I do feel like you're asking me a loaded question because it's right. extremely individual. Yeah. I have to say though, when I think about not only myself, but the people I've counseled, definitely mm-hmm. trauma is a recurring theme. Come on. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. sorry, I have to go there. I just have to. I know, right? And, and it's like, I think we're, what I hate, or I want to say hate, that's a strong word. What I hope does not happen is that we overemphasize trauma so much or we use it so much that people then it's just now it has no, no impact or no uh, weight to it, but it does, it doesn't get talked about. We don't talk about, I I've been changing it to when John 16, 33, Jesus says, I've told you these things that you would have my peace in this world. You will have trauma, like trouble, Mm. trouble is capital T, little T. It's just adversity, things that should not happen because we live in a fallen world. And, um, those things, we don't know how to talk about those things. I think in the church or maybe sometimes in our own female circles, or if we do talk about it in female circles, we make it the thing. Like we talk about it all the time. And then we make our friends, the saviors, like tell me something positive about myself or whatever. And you're just never really getting off the mat and walking. So trauma. Tell us, tell us more about what you know from that aspect of body image. Yeah. Well, we definitely know from studies that 
big T traumas, sexual abuse, especially childhood sexual abuse and in all kinds of the big things. Absolutely. Especially when it involves your body is mm. almost 100% of the time. I have to say the almost, but almost always, especially when you look at addictions and eating disorders, mm-hmm. almost, I think uh, the studies I've read are 99.9% of the time, there's some unresolved trauma there. So and I think everybody can agree on those types of traumas. And actually, I don't think we're blowing the whistle too much on that necessarily, yeah. maybe a little bit. I think though, it's the small T traumas that add up a little bit more. Amen. And kind of like my, my gym experience with mm-hmm. the scale, right? I, I didn't go tell anybody about that, mm-hmm. but I can still remember like that was yesterday. Anytime you can remember an experience. Uh, and in fact, Francine Shapiro, she's the founder of EMDR. She summed up small T traumas of how did it personally experience you or affect okay. you? Yes. It's all about my personal, how did it Experience. affect me? Right. Cause Elisa, that could have happened to you and you would have like, well, hey, right off funny, right. whatever. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. where we get into trouble with trauma is we're like, well, hold on. The same thing happened to my friend and it didn't upset her. So, oh, I guess it shouldn't upset me. There's something mm-hmm. wrong with me that it upsets me. Like, hold on. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. judging trauma now. Like mm-hmm. what? we're judging mm-hmm. our feelings now. No, if it, if it, hurt you or so affected you in any way, mm-hmm. then it was a small trauma to you. And those small traumas, my EMDR supervisor summed up uh, small T traumas, but the best that I've heard it explain, she said, it's like um, starting a stone tower. And at first, you know, have you ever been hiking and you're like, oh, we're all, as we come along, we're adding stone, we're adding a stone. Yeah. Well, every time you add a new stone, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then that's why you'll find somebody 20 years later going, man, why am I so stuck in this area? And they'll mm-hmm. say this, I've, I've, I can't tell you the number of people I've had sit in my counseling office say, I don't have any trauma. Like I had a good childhood yes. and that might be true, right? But you cannot tell me you didn't have any small T traumas that have stacked up along the way and have caused you to be stuck in an area. My, my brother is a recovering alcoholic, struggling alcoholic, like in and out, in and out. And, um, he, I sent him the book adverse childhood experiences because he was talking about how he's in therapy, you know, in, when you're in rehab, they do all the therapy. He's like, yeah, my counselor was talking about trauma. And we, you know, I, I don't have any. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my brother, like, and I am very aware. I'm very under, like, see the little paper cuts. I, there was never a death, suicide, big moments where my body was overwhelmed and shut down. Well, there were some, I think, but the, the little tease in my youth just over and over and over. And so I sent him that book to read and he was like, whoa, uh, okay. <laughs> like unaware. Cause we don't, we're not, we're not as the word is trauma informed. Um, and so this is such a beautiful thing that you are talking at about body image, something the world's talking about more but from a informed place of our hurt and our pain in a, such a compassionate way, you do it so well, so, so, so well. And I think that's why the Lord knew you can carry this message because you've had to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have the Revelation Wellness mobile app, you need to go get it right now. It's the perfect place for undistracted community. All of our content is in one convenient place that's easy to access. The app also features exclusive premium content for RW Plus subscribers, like conversations, Rev Xing the Word, bedtime meditations, on-demand workouts, and so much more. So hit pause right now and go download the Revelation Wellness mobile app in your app store. 
for a faith that moves. So then what's the greatest solution for the hurdle? Yeah. Well, first of all, awareness, right? We got to go move from that place of, well, I don't have any trauma in my life to, mm-hmm. um, maybe I do, maybe I need yeah. to take a peek at this. And one of my favorite things in partnering with Jesus in therapy, and even just Jesus and here, as you're listening to this podcast is the Holy spirit will highlight things that mm-hmm. he's saying, mm, this is something it marked you. I, and yeah. I'd love to heal that, you know, yeah. let, and he'll come back with us in that moment and he will, yes. he'll walk with us there. Um, yeah. I honestly don't know how, I, I, I don't know how people, I know that you can, mm-hmm. I would hate to have to go back and deal with trauma without Jesus. Uh, I, that's what I'm saying. Um, we're, I mean, we're all marvelously ruined here. Yeah. We're, you know, we're clearly preaching to the, the saved choir. <laughs> we're like, yeah. Oh, it's to me, it seems so chasing after the wind, you know, yeah. like whack-a-mole, just mm-hmm. continue to hit the next thing where Jesus, you got to put it somewhere and he absorbed it all on the cross. Yeah. So that's yeah. why this resource and more resources in the Christian vein of our body, our physicality, living in a broken world without, you know, minimizing that, but also without mem- memorializing it with Jesus. Like he wants, wants all of it, all of it. Yeah. 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 And then, um, you know, another practical resource of people really are kind of like, I'm not sure if I have trauma from childhood and stuff. Cause also people don't understand there's things like emotional trauma. There's more people. A lot of times only think about trauma as I was physically abused. Well, mm-hmm. well, thankfully again, we're expanding our vocab on this and teaching is on this, but there's a simple ACEs test that you can take on, uh, I believe it's stop the violence campaign. And, um, it's, again, it's 10 questions just to kind of see, huh? Oh, okay. There might be some stuff there. So yeah, yeah. the Lord's bringing it up. He, he is saying it's time to time to address it and heal some. So of good. So true. So anything else? we had awareness and then, um, what was the second? Um, well, and this kind of goes into the awareness piece. Um, okay. the stop abuse campaign website is where okay. you can do a little quiz and it just tells you if you have any from your childhood. Uh, so the awareness piece, and then honestly, I do have to say, I mean, I am a therapist. I, I do recommend going to one. I have one myself. Yeah. I, I just, there's something powerful about, and if you can't even, if you can't get to a Christian counselor, do you have somebody, um, that's trustworthy, yeah. a safe place, a friend, a spouse, yeah. a, a somebody who is a safe space for you to go. I've never talked to anybody about this before. And even just sharing some of those stories, especially the small T traumas of just sharing them is that alone is therapeutic because we know that the moment something comes out of the dark into the light, it loses its territory over us. And that alone is healing. It really is. So sometimes, yes, we need to go and do some deep therapy work. Sometimes we, the Lord's just saying, Hey, I want you to tell your spouse about this. Like, yeah. you know, I've had moments where I, I'll tell yeah. Matt things of, I've never told anybody this. And honestly, it was completely out of my mind. And I shared it and I felt better. And and that was it. Yeah. And then sometimes we share, we're like, ooh, I'm so stuck. Yeah. I think, I, think I might need some help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of the book, What Happened to You? By, it's narrated, I, I love it on audiobook. It's Oprah Winfrey and um, a neuroscientist. I can't remember his name, Bruce something. And um, 
the whole premise being, it's not like what's wrong with you. We tend to ask people like, what's wrong with you? You know, stop thinking negatively about yourself or what's wrong. Like, that's not right. We tell people that's wrong, but it's not about that. It's like, what, what happened to you? And in that book, I thought it found it was interesting that Oprah herself says that she's done very little to no therapy, which is hilarious because she, you know, for years hosted therapists and would talk about people and take people's problems. But she said she has found her greatest gift is Gail, her best friend. Mm. And that it's, you, you know what the word titration is, is like, you just talk about it just enough and then pull back. And she said, that's what it is with Gail. I can talk to her about the thing that's really hurting, but it's just enough. And then I can pull back because I'm set. I feel safe with her and I'm setting the pace, which really back to therapy, that's what it is. It's finding a safe person that you can kind of, you're not being manipulated or controlled. You're just invited into that engagement. So, um, therapy is absolutely wonderful tool. And now with it being online, there's really no reason for anyone not to have someone to talk to, but it can also be found in, in friendship for sure. If you don't have that, but those are even getting harder to find is good friendship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then Uh, I am an advocate for EMDR therapy. I'm trained in it. And, uh, Definitely. I'm a big fan too. Do you, do you do the paddles eyes? What do you do with your people? All of the above, depending on what the person needs. So yeah, um, I have a light bar. I started with uh, hand mo- movements. Um, and when you're doing that all day long, uh, to be honest, it gets a little exhausting. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, for some people who still need that, we still do it. But yeah, I have a light bar, I have tappers. Uh, for some people, butterfly hugs. It's really just started it's uh it started out even the founder Francine Shapiro admitted later in life she kind of hates that she put the eye movement piece on it because as they did more research they found it's really just the bilateral stimulation piece right Mm -hmm. and that's why I feel like and I have no proof on it but um walking and talking it's it's bilateral stimulation of your brain the limbic brain your body brain gets you know captivated held to something so you can access higher reason without you know, that wall yep. of pain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so just back to your point, if you don't have a therapist, go for a walk with a good friend. And here's mm-hmm. the other thing, Elisa, because to your point, it, uh, the friendship thing, we could, we could talk about that for a hot <laughs> That's minute. a book. That's a book yeah, on its own. Exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, Jesus, I know it sounds so cliche, but like Jesus and therapy for me is a thing. I will go for walks with Jesus and talk yes. to him about something that upset me and he will like totally counsel me. And the best, so, I mean, I'm the crazy lady walking down the street of their, like, hopefully they just think I'm talking. <laughs> they just think you're on your life. phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Me too. Me yeah. too. All the time. I'll talk. I'll yeah. be waving my hands. I'm just like yeah. having it out with the Lord. Yeah. I, I feel like when I die, I've got to do something with all my journals because my journals have my rants with the Lord. Like I'm just going to town and then I'll go walk it out or whatever I have to do to Mm -hmm. move it out. That's what the word emotion, emovere is the Latin word, which means move out, like move that thing out of you. There's nothing that he turns away from or is ashamed of in us. He wants it out. Like I would think of like, like a baby burping, like you've got a little gas bubble. Let's just Mm -hmm. get that thing out of you because it's blocking. Okay. So what do you say to the woman? Cause would you agree right now that we're in a time where body shame is minimizing? Like it's not cool anymore. You like people are embracing body freedom, body shape, size, diversity, inclusivity. Um, and I think that's, I'm sure you and I both agree. That is a great thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. 
What do you say to the person who knows that they, yes, I want to embrace my body as it is uh, and let my body be whatever weight it needs to be for given the season of my life I'm in. But they also know that they're prone to these habits of perhaps binging, controlling, addicting, like they still struggle with feeling, not feeling good, but saying their body's good. You know, like it's that fraud imposter syndrome because you can say your body's good, but then not feel like it. And also then it's like, and we do want to steward the body. So there, I'm handing you that cluster. Go tell us. Ooh, there's like three, three or four questions in there. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. So to the person who, yeah, is going back to the, I want to just embrace my body, but the, the piece about, um, they, they know in their head that their body is good, but they're having a hard time receiving yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. And especially the, again, I, I'm a digger whenever, whenever there's something that's a disconnect like the, the, we know it up here, just like you're saying in the beginning, as we got talking, we have so much information. Mm -hmm. Nobody needs any more information. Nope. I'm going to be honest. That actually was something that almost kept me from writing a book. Cause I'm like, people don't need more information. I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, like we know all these things. Like you said, like if that was enough, then why aren't we doing it? What's the disconnect? What, mm -hmm. where is that disconnect? Mm -hmm. And so that's the part where you have to the person who feels that like, yeah, I know. And I believe that I've heard all the things and I do believe that my body is good, but yet I still mm -hmm. just have a hard time receiving it. Yeah. That's the place where you've got to sit with the Lord and not judge what comes up for you because we're very quick to judge our emotions right. and our, all the things. And mm -hmm. I'm actually a fan of let all that come up. Like mm -hmm. say honestly to the Lord, Hey Lord, I know that you say my body is good, but honestly, I don't feel like it is like just those real honest conversations with God and, and let him show you where that disconnect is. Mm -hmm. When you mentioned the addiction to binging and things immediately, my brain went to trauma because almost again, almost always when binging is something that can't be kicked by just thought processes alone, there's almost always some unresolved trauma happening there, mm -hmm. which is why there's that disconnect. That would be, that would be a cause for the disconnect of, I know it up yeah. here, but it's not clicking in. Yeah. Okay. Something yeah. needs to be rewired. That's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. what's happening, especially yeah. with like EMDR, you're literally That's rewiring right. and um, unblocking memory channels and helping your brain to go, oh, okay. The way we learn things that was incorrect. Let's yeah. relearn it and rewire our brain so that all the stuff that's actually in there makes a connection point and Good. gets somewhere. Um, and then, yeah, again, that's what I just love working with the Holy spirit on this is when we, we find ourselves in that place of, I know it, but why can't I apply it? Mm -hmm. He will highlight it. He's Amen. just, he's so good. Like he loves to answer prayers that draw us closer to him that, you know, that are just totally like, Lord, I'm sick of being stuck here. I can tell this is keeping me from a deeper relationship with you when, if those around me in my call, and when we ask him for those kinds of prayers and we stop long enough to actually listen, and it might take silencing ourselves, getting off social media, doing whatever we need to do. So we're only hearing his voice. Mm -hmm. He will show us what it is that's blocking, blocking that. And don't you think too, like this is we're so focused on what we see 
Like it really matters, really matters, matters to our people, our community, a culture. And that that's where we get so tripped up is because I read a quote one time and it was in a journal article about body image, this woman wrote, and I think diet culture. And she said, you're not afraid of being fat. You're being, you're afraid of being treated like a fat person, mm. you know, or you're not afraid of being ugly. You're, you're afraid of being treated like an ugly person. Like we have a cognitive bias that in our brain that we just go, I can't see what I know what the word says. I know what God says. I know what my therapist says, I know what my friends say, but man, I have a really hard time seeing that as good. I I'll say this from my perspective. I've, I, your story being your weight, right? Like someone shouted out your weight and then your track coach. So like you had to whittle yourself down. I've always been a petite woman, which is a body positive, uh, culturally accepted, you know, standard. So I never had like weight shame in any way. Um, but as I'm getting older now that now it's changing, I'm like, Oh, I'm not fitting that anymore. So I have to have this conversation almost all the time with myself about how good my body is relative to my life and my circumstance. But I think that, I don't know, what would you say to the person that then the, they, they, they want, they don't want to use their freedom to destroy their freedom. Galatians five, right? They want to be body positive. They want to be kind to their body, do all the work, but they also, um, they question, well then, yeah, but I have to steward my body and I really should eat this and I shouldn't eat that. Like, what do you, you does, does that, that was the second part of my four-part question. Those two things going together. Yeah. So you're saying, can you rephrase the question? Someone that's like, I, I feel free in my body and I know I need to steward it. Well, mm -hmm. the question, can I love my body and want to change it? How about that? What Ooh. do you say to someone who says that? Yeah. Yeah. Something that I'm going to say something that I think might be a little bit bold and I hope it, I pray that it comes across correctly is we have to be really careful on the, the body positivity movement, the embracing your shape at all sizes and things that we don't exchange one idol for another. Boom. Um, boom. Yeah. Like that's something that I have been struck so with good. as I've seen more and more people step out and share photos of themselves at all sizes and stuff. And something I can't quite shake in my spirit is how is this any different than glorifying a different six, six pack abs? Yeah. Like, how is this any different? It's the same spirit, right? Wow. Like, yeah. so that's something I've just been noticing. Um, so it comes back to, again, our heart on the situation of Lord. Okay. Let's go back to your question of, do I, you know, but I still want to change my body. Okay. Have you talked to the Lord about that? Because if you can't talk to the Lord about it, then mm -hmm. there's probably something off, right? And so mm -hmm. if I have a conversation with the Lord and I go, okay, Lord, I love myself. I'm so thankful that you gave me this body. It's a good body, but I'd love to change the way it looks, or I'd love to lose X amount of weight or gain this amount of muscle. And I have that conversation with him. And he honestly says, okay, Rachel, yeah, my blessings go for it, sister, go do it. Like if he honestly, and I'm not saying he wouldn't, maybe he will right. give me a blessing and say, right. yeah, absolutely. Losing yeah. some weight would be awesome for you. If he blesses it, it will be light. It will not be some pressure thing. It will That's not be right. a heavy thing of, oh my goodness, now I have to do this. And oh no, here's this new diet. I've got to jump on. If the Lord blesses this and says, yeah, actually daughter, I think that is a great idea to 
eat like this, or to do to go start walking daily or whatever. If he blesses it, it's going to be fun. There's going to be fruits of the spirit. I always like to look for the fruit, like yeah. is the fruit of the spirit in this. And if it's not, if I find myself all twisted up in knots and doing things that feel heavy and like, just not from God, the character and the heart of God, then I know That's something's perfect. off. Something's so good. Off. That's yeah. why I feel like the setup with our whole existence in a physical world where we put a lot of effort and importance on what we see, it's just a setup to get us into the inner heart where we converse at the altar of our heart with the Lord, where we offer ourselves, we offer things as a sacrifice. Like there are things I've got thoughts, I have feelings, I have emotions, I have desires that I need to keep the fire of my heart burning because you're right. I will just turn it into another idol. And you're right. Like God might tell me to go do that, but that's such a good perspective of you will have the delight of the Lord for the discipline. It will feel light. Um, because if not, then you're the idol again, you're the one making it about you, which that's, it's not fruitful. And that's how we've come out of diet culture and all the, what we've been through where I just, I love that the Lord has set up his people for success. He's really set them up for a joyful, abundant life we have to redefine what success looks like. What, what would you say to the person who is um, struggling today with their body? I would say if you are struggling today with your body, first of all, you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in this together. I think the enemy likes to whisper that lie to us that you're the only one in this. And that's just not true. But the other thing that's just coming to me right now I just was listening to the Holy Spirit and I just feel like he's saying, get to know the heart of your father. It's good. That's like good. he's your creator. Um, I actually found this really cool study and I mentioned it briefly in the introduction of my book, but that the study found that people who are, have a secure attachment to their creator are, have better body image. And this was not a Christian study, by the way, it was like a legit, right. And, um, I love that. And so I feel like the Lord just quickened my spirit to remind you of that. And we want to make things so complicated. We want to give a step A, B and C and D. And at the end of the day, he's a good father. Like he didn't make a mistake when he created our bodies. He didn't make a mistake when he created your body. And he's, he's, he's a good father. And I know there's people listening who don't understand that statement. And I'm so sorry that you did not have an earthly father who fathered you, mm-hmm. who was your daddy, who, mm-hmm. who you felt loved by, but you do have a heavenly father who adores you mm-hmm. and says, you are not a mistake. Your body's not a mistake. Your body's not broken. Mm-hmm. And he wants to sit with you in this. He wants to grieve with you mm-hmm. in this. He wants to rejoice with you in this. He wants to give you a battle plan. He wants mm-hmm. to walk the journey with you. He is not kicking you out the door and saying, okay, go figure this out. And when you've got it figured out, you can come back and talk to me. No, no. He wants in on it with you because he loves you, like deeply loves you. That's just something that I just feel the Lord saying, whoever is listening today, if all you take away from this conversation is the Lord sees you, he loves you. You are mm-hmm. not an accident. You are not a mistake. Yeah. There's not something wrong with you and Amen. it's not too late. Um, he He's your redeemer and he loves you. I'm feeling the Holy Spirit prompting me to ask you to pray for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. On this. Yeah, let's do it. 
Father, I just thank you for every person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. And listeners, if you're in a position to turn your palms up and receive right now, you can do that. And Abba, thank you for loving us. Thank you for fathering us. Jesus, you see the hearts of everybody who's listening here today. You see the pain that they've walked through, the trauma they've endured. You see the heartache, the loss. And right now, I just sense you saying, I am here to redeem. I am here to restore. I am here to set free. Father, I just ask that um, you just wash over from the top of the heads down to the pinky toes of everybody who is listening. And even as we get off of um, this conversation, that the conversation you're having with them will continue. Show them things in their heart and in their life that you would love to bring up because they're on the way out. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, just surround, surround them like a shield. Where there has been shame, bondage, insecurity, fear, doubt, any spirit that is not from God, we command you to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Name of Jesus. And instead, we just receive the fruits of your Holy Spirit. We just receive love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Mm -hmm. goodness, gentleness, self-control that's from you, Father. Not the white knuckling at self-control, but self-control that is a get to because you're in us, Holy Spirit. Would you download revelation Mm -hmm. to the people listening who are saying, yeah, yeah, Lord, I want to let you into this area. Show me. Show me how to let you into this area when it comes to my body. Give them revelation, Father, like they've never had before. And also I just pray for healing in in the body, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual healing, where there has been just wounds of all kind. And um, yeah, just any pain that is represented here today that you would just heal. Yeah. And Holy Spirit, may we just be led by you in all that we do. We consecrate this time, our mind, our will, our emotions, our bodies to you and you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on. That's good stuff. Okay. In closing, fun three questions so people know you more. Uh, Favorite part of your body, favorite body feature you have? Go. My eyes. Ah, you do. Are are they like blue-green, aren't they? Depending on what I'm wearing, but yeah, blue usually. Amazing. Um, favorite food to eat that feels good, nourishing and yummy to you. Hibachi. What's hibachi? Like the, the grill things at the, yeah, where they cook in front of you and stuff. Oh and, yeah. Oh, and it's just stuff. fresh meat and rice and veggies. veggies. And, oh, so yummy. It's good stuff. I love yeah. that. And favorite way to move your body. Oh, depends on the day of the week, but strength training probably is my number one with running i mean it's it's a it's a shuffle but i like to run you know <laughs> come back let's talk when you're in your 50s let me show you yeah. my my little uh jiggy shuffle i got going on still yeah. moving though still moving good all right thanks you guys you can go get rachel's book image restored on anywhere books are sold i'm sure amazon um this is coming out a few days after it launches is that right is that what they told us yeah so it's available now it's not a pre-order go get it this is like launch week for her so 
uh, Revolution Wellness Instructors. Let's cheer her on. Let's climb a sister up that ladder, get people to see this book. It matters. Like she said, there are not enough resources out there. So thank you, God, that you have hit quite a nerve in uh, this message through, through Rachel. So thanks for being here, Rachel. We love you. Thank you. Friends, thank you so much for hitting pause on your day to be here with us for this genuine conversation between Rachel and Elisa. And speaking of conversations, we have one that you will want to hear over on our app. If you are not an app user, join us on the Revelation Wellness app. And for our RW Plus subscribers, Kara and Elisa are dishing on a hot topic around here at Revelation Wellness, and you'll get to catch up with these two fan favorites on what's going on in this season for them. All of the information to join our app or become an app subscriber is available in your show notes. We would love to see you over there in the thriving community over on the app. You can swipe up to get more information and you can join RW Plus with a seven day free trial. As always, thank you so much for being here. We love to share these episodes with you wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Have an amazing day, friends. Peace.